if July 4th could be canceled, I would cancel it. Hello and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. This is volume three. I heard Bill Cosby got out of jail this week. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Now there are some in the black community applauding the fact that he got his conviction overturned using the justice system finally for our benefit but why is that something to celebrate (laughs) you still are what you are i'm sure there are people that feel that he is someone that is innocent but when people admit to just putting shit in other people's drinks oh but i didn't rape her though like no you're not a decent human being (laughs) whatever the real story is it definitely doesn't end with you were doing something anyone a normal human being would not be doing wouldn't think about spiking someone's drink just because i just want to you know just want to see what happens um not much else uh there was that that um i don't see it too much on the news but i don't watch the news too much but there was that uh, building collapse where there are still several people missing. That's pretty sad in Miami. And uh, there was a little bit of controversy regarding the athlete. Don't recall her name. Sorry, I don't get everybody's personal. <laughs> like, I scrolled through my Twitter page for about five seconds, and that's where my interest wanes. My desire to look at social media <laughs> has dwindled significantly within the last year. You will be hearing fireworks because there's absolutely nothing I can do to stop it. Day, night, they're going to go off. And it doesn't matter what appropriate time I might think to record. There's people popping off fireworks. So that's what they do around July 4th weekend. It's why it's not my favorite holiday. I would annex it if i could i don't even celebrate july 4th we weren't free this ain't our day my mom comes in and goes yeah i celebrate juneteenth i'm like who told you that because i know you that was not an original thought (laughs) i love her so much but i but someone is informing the community about some of these holidays that we don't need to really be celebrating because a they're not for us and b usually there's some colonial bullshit around it i.e. thanksgiving so i'm not trashing anyone absolutely anyone who decides to go out and be patriotic and celebrate these days however me myself am a little picky in my celebratory nature (laughs) which already doesn't come with a whole lot of pizzazz in it for many occasion outside of halloween only because i just I don't know, candy, scary movies. <laughs> I'm thinking more of the, the the fun aspect of that. And Christmas. Not for the presents. Definitely not for baby Jesus. But for the music. I love me some Christmas music. <laughs> Gets me all in the spirit. The last time we went down memory lane, I was 10 years old. Well, I was about to be 10 years old. <laughs> And this is the the year where I feel everything pops off for me as a child in this world. 
because it was the one of the most eventful milestone years, right? Aunt Flo came to visit for the first time. This is the end. Beautiful friend. This is the end. My only friend. The end. This is when I was still being forced to go to church every Sunday by my mother, so. I remember the Sunday school teacher being like, oh, God's got a plan for you. I'm like, what? To make me suffer earlier? <laughs> What's this plan supposed to be? I still ain't seen it manifest. But yeah, that's great to happen when you're 10 years old. And all of a sudden you went from a flat chest to a B cup in like three months. And you're like, what the fuck? My mom, of course, has the most asinine reactions to things. I tell her and she wants to go to the hometown buffet because celebrating around a lot of food is somehow going to make me feel better being a creature that bleeds for seven days and in an increasingly amount of pain. <laughs> but we're just going to have some food. It's going to make everything ten times better. It's a celebration. You're a woman. But I didn't ask to be a woman. Not at ten years old. No 10-year-old has to be a woman at 10 years old. I feel bad for my daughter because guess what? That shit is catching. It's genetically catching. And she went through the same damn thing. The difference is she had me as a mom. And I was like, ooh, here's this heating pad. <laughs> Do you want me to get you some chocolate? Let me get you some baby Advil. We didn't go out and have a celebration. This was all, this was like basically a day to mourn. It's like, let's put on all black. <laughs> What's worse is that none of my other sisters, because I have three, they didn't get it at 10. Nah, they got to be 13 fucking 14 years old. So I had a solitary experience. I was put in a very uncomfortable situation. I could not go to the swimming pool like I used to you know especially when I once I got around 13 years old <laughs> swimming was not an exercise because I was a c-cup by then and I would have to I, like I would very much overdress if you look at me when I'm a kid like there's layers upon layers on my ass because <laughs> I was insecure about it I didn't know and unfortunately you know like some this this is the Caucasian parents do some things better than other parents like sit down and give you books and teach you about shit nah my mom was like don't get pregnant don't have sex <laughs> birth control what is that we're not talking about that because you're not having sex those were the things that were on her mind which i understand she had four girls and she got pregnant at 17 of course that is going to be her number one fear and the one thing she's going to make sure does not happen it meant that we had to get dragged, some of us more than others, for filth, for having any sexual desire whatsoever. But we'll get to the teenage years <laughs> eventually. <laughs> we lived in a house that was right across the street from the school that we went to. And I remember that there were two little boys, Tommy, I can't remember his brother, but he was all of about like three or four. Not very old. He always just to take his little dick out i don't know why but he always would take his little dick out that was the thing that happened um 
we lived in this duplex for some reason we got a dog named beethoven which was kind of a rock roller and a mix of something else that didn't last for very long we had that cute little dog put it on the back of the we had to put it outside and we didn't think of a the collar wouldn't work because he kept breaking it so my dad used a tow truck chain and then he eventually got off the tow truck chain and then he decided he was going to be free out in the world and eventually the neighbor ended up taking him in i don't even know what that neighbor's name was but he had a special disability he always used to come over oh man i forgot his name too like we my and this is kind of how why it's i think i picked this up from childhood my parents used to just pick up strays i don't know what it was about them that would uh attract just all types of the strangest people you ever want to meet but they just had that open heart you know they were non-judgmental in that fact so they, they associated with everybody and that's a, that's not a bad thing but it is <laughs> looking back in childhood like we was around with a lot of weird men but nothing happened uh of course because my mom was a little bit of a psychopath too uh case in point the first fight i got into actually every fight i've ever had has been in defense of someone else I've never been in a fight someone just went up to me like i just want to fight you and i'm like okay <laughs> i'm a lover not a fighter uh, i'm not i would say i'm not going to fight back if you start one with me i think the only fight that i've ever been in that uh well actually didn't have come to fruition is when i tried to fight someone and that was at 37 years old <laughs> it's my first i'm about to beat this girl's ass because she chased me down the street in her car and then she tried to run her mouth and then wouldn't get out of the car and i was like no you you want to do this let's go she didn't want to do it she just wanted to stay in her car sometimes people look at me and they think i'm rather square <laughs> i could see that but yeah don't step to it because girl got a whole lot of repressed anger that um can erupt at any given moment plus when i'm sticking up for someone i feel all self-righteous and that's what happened when i was 10 there's someone being messed with she uh didn't wash so people were being mean to her and bullying her and i don't like that behavior even now to this day i would probably be one of those people that stepped in and i told on the two kids that were doing it so they got in trouble and as i'm walking home so our house is across the street from the school two of those kids decided to jump me while i'm walking with my sister ashley so they're jumping me because it was actually it was three it's not even two it was three on one and they're they're beating the shit out of me at this point i don't know if beating the shit would be a, uh because i didn't have no scrapes or bruises it was more like we were all just jumping on each other but they definitely had the upper hand now my sister in this case thought it was a good idea to run across the street and go tell my mother instead of you know tag teaming the fuck in so she learned a lesson that day but first my mom eight months pregnant barefoot comes running out the fucking house and of course if you see my mother come in with her hair all over the place she's screaming like she's like get the fuck off my kid that's not about to happen i don't blame her because i would do the same thing i didn't even know you had that in you until like this one kid started messing with my kid 
And I looked her right dead on the eyes in the bus like, I will fuck you up, little kid. <laughs> so then she gave chase. Chased them all the way in the building. My dumb ass is running with them because I'm like, shit, she mad at me too. Because I'm fighting. <laughs> I didn't know. I was terrified of that woman. This is the same woman that made us all stand in the bathroom while she was just naked in the tub talking about this is the size of a penis and then she would just take out her arm and then where the elbow is can you imagine being told a penis is from your elbow all the way to your hand like yeah i want to mess with that so then when she chased us in the school she told them what was happening she took my ass back home i was not in trouble (laughs) but ashley was and she got straight up knocked in the side of the head because she said you don't leave your sister in a fight i have found myself in a car going to assist my sister because someone beat her up and it's not because i'm like man she really didn't deserve that beat down it's because it's just like that's my blood i got a hootie hoo for her at all times so i remember time what we got a call that she got like four girls beat her up at a fight or yeah at a fight in kent and here I am in my car, like, playing <laughs> the party up anthem, ready to take some motherfuckers out. Like, ah, shit. You can't just stop my sister. And if we ever roll up, it's a fucking game. You don't ever want the fam to roll up. Nah, that's not, uh, that's not, especially if my brother gets involved. Especially now. Holy shit. I would never call my family <laughs> unless I... <laughs> knew that this person really needed to get their ass beat because they ain't gonna stop people they got they got uh they got cases they're like fuck it (laughs) chill ain't nothing but a vacation for me she learned an important lesson that day the second fight i got into i think i was a year older 11 or 12 we used to always go to this um rec center to go play basketball or do whatever I used to love playing volleyball. That was my thing. I don't know where that went, but I love playing volleyball. I was actually very active growing up. (laughs) I used to play baseball. Yes, I was one of those kids that actually hit the ball and broke the fucking window. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) I'm about to get my ass beat. I did. I mean, there wasn't much that wasn't going to get your ass beat back then, but man sometimes i set myself up for these things i'm like what you kick us out all day tell us not to come in unless we gotta pee is that your life like that's black families they like get the fuck out you don't come in the house they lock the damn door behind you (laughs) you can come in for lunch dinner and if you stay in because you can't go in and out of that door do not go in and out of that front door she hear that front door closing man that's some drama you don't want and your black parents they don't just swat you on the booty hell no they throw in projectiles at you (laughs) shoes they throw in a kid like an air freshener can you gotta dodge and weave from the fucking missiles coming at you you had to learn (laughs) household what battles you were gonna pick but your kids see you don't know what battles you really gonna pick you, can, you pick them all half the time my dad was much like i hated his punishment because my mom you know was like pop you over you, you got eventually they got very good at taking a hit or you know 
just it is what it was but my dad's punishments were worse because he would just make you just stand in the corner all night just have you just stand in the fucking corner all night i hated it or he would make you write all night and i mean eight hours like what is it doing robbing me of my sleep and then i can't just go to sleep during the day no that's not allowed you might get two hours before your ass gotta get up the other weird thing about this house that we lived in is for some reason it had which we did not do anything about was a garden and it would grow all on its little own <laughs> i'm not sure who was supposed to be taking care of this garden but it had a grapevine back there and uh it had onions what else did, i don't know but we would always run around eating shit we probably should not be eating like that looks like good grapes so we'd be tearing up them grapes every summer i'm surprised we didn't die of food poisoning one time and i still have this scar on my um you can still see it on my leg i ran past and they threw out this air conditioner and i kind of caught the end of it and it sliced all of my skin open and i remember that was one of the last times that i became an extrovert <laughs> i was like this is too much i'm out here fighting and shit this kid's throwing out the dicks i i can't take it anymore i, I used to love being outside and then it something from that point I was like, I'm, I don't like being outside. Ten-year-old is also when I realized I stopped liking cake. I remember my mom, she added, I don't remember a lot of our birthdays before then. And, and I, as I mentioned earlier, we did not, we grew up very poor. So it wasn't as if we could celebrate our birthdays or if we did, I don't have those memories. But I remember on my 10th birthday, she bought this like massive fucking cake it, and like one of those half sheets. I think it was a whole sheet. And she loved, you know, bringing all the kids from the neighborhood. She still to this day is like that. Like all the kids in the neighborhood just happen to swamp to her house. And she gives me this 10 pound piece of cake on this flimsy piece of <laughs> this plate. And, I'm like, and I take one bite out of it and I'm like, ew, disgusting. And I literally spit it out. And that's the first time I realized I did not like, I don't like cake and ice cream or let me take that back. I don't like icing and cake. I like chocolate on chocolate. I even like plain cake, but I rarely eat it. But icing, I, I didn't like cake. So that's when I discovered that from that point on, I used to get ice cream cakes for my birthday. Or she would just get a cake and I didn't eat it and she just let me have the ice cream. <laughs> Once again, I could probably drive to this neighborhood and I think that there's just, I don't know, some PTSD, whatever is keeping me. And maybe that's a conversation for me and my significant other whenever in life of why I don't feel the need or desire to explore some of these neighborhoods. I'm living right here. I could very easily go explore these neighborhoods. And yet I, I don't go anywhere near those sides of town that I used to grow up in. My brother decided to start smoking cigarettes when I was 10 years old, and that went over real well. My dad's response to that, who also smoked, by the way, my mom smoked a cigarette before bed, which is so weird. Like, how do you smoke one cigarette <laughs> for all of your life? That's She's never smoked cigarettes like during the day, just one before bed. That's her. So he made him chew up the a whole pack of cigarettes. And I remember watching this thinking, 
you know this is some hypocritical bullshit because you over there you know two three packs of menthols every day and because somebody else and we always used to fake uh smoking i never smoked even to this day i never got into cigarettes some people always go like if your parents are into you get it depends you know it just depends on the type of person you are i remember even in school i was offered a cigarette like here you want a cigarette i'm like no you want a popsicle or what was it not a popsicle blow pop you want a blow pop yeah sure hand that over (laughs) that that was peer pressure didn't apply to me in the same manner Uh, I, i was very independent even at a young age i never felt the need to to flow with the crowd one of those blessings though that i guess came with having a menstrual at 10 years old <laughs> you get about 50 years of wisdom but i've always been much 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 older and much more mature than a lot of like that's where I, why i remember 10 years old so much is because i just became one person and then another person almost overnight i started writing a lot more i used to have a whole bunch of stories i used to write i got into my own head a lot more and i definitely sat my ass in front of that television as if it was my way (laughs) to understanding everything that wasn't in my little bubble of understanding which wasn't much you know we used to be able to ride our bikes down the street and that's about it and there was a laundromat at the end of that street where we did our laundry i have a, i did not grow up with a washer and dryer that's a luxury even now it's still luxury i used to love going to the laundromat though that means i could stay there by myself i'd watch the clothes like she would just drop us off and nobody wanted to get dropped off because you had to wait there but i'm like i can't find it i got a book and I can read this book and I started with goosebumps and then very very quickly I made my way to the Harlequin romance and that's where I stayed for a very long time <laughs> my mom never knew what I was reading she's like she's reading I don't care what the fuck she's doing parents of course were not readers so that I was doing something that looked like it was smart and sophisticated you keep doing that girl you do you boo I used to love going to this uh, corner store because they used to have penny candy and if you never had penny candy it's the best especially when your dad comes home drunk and he gives you like five dollars you're like oh shit hit the lottery you can make that five dollars last you would just come out with a grocery bag <laughs> between penny candy the 25 cent pops you go get the 25 cent like get the nutty buddy or one of those this is debbie's man get the little cookies for 75 cents you would stretch that shit out that's how we learn money management <laughs> we can turn five dollars into 50 very easily or 50 dollars worth of shit it would feel like but yeah we used to love that that was our favorite time it's terrible but daddy coming home drunk that means he's gonna give us some money and then he's gonna put on his cologne and then he's about to leave and then my mom was working night so we were alone a lot at this stage though we were still innocent and really didn't do much of anything when you get into the teenage years we were a little bit more uh entrepreneurial at least the others were in what kind of shenanigans you can get up to one of the more tantamount 
things that happened when I was 10 years old was falling in love for the first time. I told you guys I was in this group called Just Chillin'. And there was this dance at this uh, school. It was a party dance. Don't remember what it was fully, what the occasion was. But I know I went. Had to be 50 to 100 people there. I knew Walter. Uh, He was the, you know, he was in charge of our region, our group. He used to meet in this um, clinic's basement. It's still there on West 25th Street. Can't remember the name of the clinic right now. Um, Ohio locations, if you don't know. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, to be more exact. I remember they were swimming because I was like, dang, I really want to go. Because I, I loved swimming when I was a kid. I, I just really love <laughs> the idea of jumping into water and uh, having fun. Not splashing and all that. I just wanted to swim. And that's what was happening. People were pushing each other and being like, it was a lot of kids there. It was like probably 100 to 200 children at this event. And I kind of wandered around it at the edges, but it was still fun. And then I went into the gym where they were playing music. And all of a sudden, a song comes on. Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. And then the crowd parted. And there he was. Bruce Diamond. Of course, of course, my 10 year old ass would fall for a 25 year old man. Do you think that stopped me? absolutely not now this could lead to some repressed daddy issues but we're not in therapy we're just talking about (laughs) what i was feeling at 10 years old i loved him you could not tell me i did not love him and to this day we are really close friends we really are there's no romantic part of that relationship but Sometimes you beat people and you just know that they're meant to be in your life. And I'm one of those people that will put myself in the path of someone I feel I really want to know. And I'm sure there was absolutely no debate from anyone watching that I had heart eyes for that uh, black haired. His hair was so curly, so black and curly. And he just had those beautiful brown eyes. (laughs) And I don't, I just, everything about him, I just adored. Because of him, I learned about the Holocaust. Because I didn't know anyone who was Jewish until I met him. And uh, our friendship has a lot of stories to it. Because Lord knows he is going to pop up later on in the saga. Uh, as my one and only true love throughout most of my teenage years. So I'm sure we will hear more about uh, Bruce. But I'll never forget that moment. It was something out of a movie. It's just just standing there listening to Boys to Men, being serenaded by (laughs) some very dirty lyrics. (laughs) 
and my 10 year old ass latched on real quick. just about at time so i will leave it there if you have some stories you'd like to share about your first crush or what your first memory was at 10 years old you can send those to blackocouch at gmail.com if you have questions comments you can leave those as well my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>